1: gonna be a little bit of gonna, a little bit of everything
0: this is a wild ride today <laughs> <laughs> this is this is something you know what happened so i'm i'm watching uh the the barbie princess and the Popper one yeah is that yeah and within about five minutes i said to myself out loud because i'm watching it by myself Oh, this is a musical. I wasn't expecting <laughs> like this. it to be a musical either. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. I'll
1: save my thoughts for when we get into it. But yeah, I was a little, I was like, oh, singing. And not bad singing. Okay.
0: No, the singing was not was not bad. No, yeah. That was, that was redeemable singing. But yeah, that was. Uh, no, that was but like,
1: the Barbie Swan like not a musical.
0: No, and now I own that movie. You bought it. That was the only way I could get it. I had to. That was the only No, I rented a both. You didn't give me a rent? I rented both what? mine from on,
1: Amazon. On
0: Amazon. Yeah. I rented the one, but the other one was like the only option you have is to purchase this. So now I just own Barbie of Swan Lake. You know
1: what I, you know what I was thinking when when I started Barbie of Swan Lake? I watched that one first. I'm like, this is very um, Mike goes to Clifford at eleven o'clock in the morning saturday morning. yes it like really struck yes. me as like that's how it felt yeah this is a very mike <laughs> clifford at least like i have a yes. baby but like my baby's not watching these barbie movies but yeah it definitely no. felt why are we watching I- these if we are not yes
0: i was <laughs> sitting there alone watching back to back hour and a half long barbie movies that are clearly meant for children uh and yeah i i <laughs> it was it was fascinating we'll talk about but that definitely i had that same response it, it felt very clifford re- remembering of the time that i went to clifford where it's just like i don't belong nope. <laughs> this is not both
1: performing. those times where the fans made us do it though you had to go to Clifford. yeah so i
0: didn't go to i don't have to go yeah i didn't choose yeah. to go to clifford.
1: just to clear Let's the air for clear. new listeners who were not around for the clifford episode <laughs> The fans voted. The fans voted. Mike had to go see Clifford.
0: (laughs) I don't even remember what the context of that vote was like, what we were doing and why we voted.
1: The fan, like, we did an episode, and I don't know if it was like a tie in. I don't think it was our anniversary or anything. But Austin, like, did categories where people voted. It might have been like four weeks in a row. And, like, the fans voted each week and what we had to do that week does that ring a bell it was like deep in the pandemic i think but it must yeah. have been because you went to see clifford, it went
0: to clifford. But i'm pretty yeah, and was sure austin put
1: together like a voting it series. sounds
0: like an austin thing yeah. i just did not yeah and i remember us doing a voting because i remember we put it on the website and people voted on certain things um and i just don't recall what the purpose was like it must do we been, ever yeah, some do we ever
1: need a purpose for anything
0: no but normally we try to like we try to <laughs> tie it some into something of, yeah like i i we wouldn't just randomly do that like it, we're only doing this because the oscar the oscars pool happened yeah. and kira who's making us do this finished last with zero right so we thought oh, we're gonna make fun of you profusely and, and in return you can. Make us but she's whatever.
1: punishing us. Kira, we gave you a prize and you turn around and you punish us? That's not yeah. very good sportsman-like.
0: Was, boy, was it a punishment. <laughs> because it was just... I yeah, It wasn't
1: as bad as I thought it was going to be. But I knew while watching it, I'm like, Mike's going to hate every minute of this.
0: Okay, can I... So, <laughs> I hated Barbie of Swords? Yeah,
1: I knew you Like, would.
0: absolutely despised it. The Princess and the Popper one bad. was not as bad. Yeah, that one was, watchable. was a little bit more yes, that was like a coherent story. It was kind of interesting. They did stuff with it. It was like pretty predictable, like, okay, the, I mean, spoilers, they all fall in love at the end with the right person they are supposed yeah. to. Like, of course, happy like ending, that happy it all ending. it all yes. But like at least that had some sort of nuance to it. Whereas Barbie of Swan, like just I was so disgustingly bored by that movie. So
1: they must have really adapted Swan Lake.
0: Yeah, I mean, but did you see it was performed by the London yes! Symphony Orchestra?
1: And they had like <laughs> this New movie? York, like the, the ballet, like the New York Ballet, which I think is a fairly prestigious ballet. Could be wrong. They did like the motion capture for the ballet scenes. These aren't like fly <laughs> by night movies.
0: No. And again, the studio who did this are the people who made Reboot that and, okay that explains a, a lot movies, about yeah.
1: the animation i have a lot of again i know our fans don't necessarily like this when we start talking about the movies before we start the show so i'm gonna save some of my we got to save our yeah, bobby carby content but i have a lot of emotions about the animation
0: yeah sort of why reboot was not that bad reboot was way better it's, in terms of its animation like they they went down because like, reboot, reboot was way better
1: than reboot this. like made sense like the style you know yeah. what i mean <laughs>
0: Re- reboot made sense that's true that's also yeah.
1: true. Uh, we'll yeah we'll see mike let's say yeah. let's put a pin in it because we've got a lot yeah, to do we today
0: we do we have a lot of other stuff uh austin has once again delivered and has uh, a nice game of bob barbie or Oppenheimer. love it Uh, for us so we'll go through that Uh, Taylor you've got some headlines to go through which is fun we've got some fun headlines they were
1: just too too good to pass up this week
0: I'm glad we have headlines because with everything going on with the strike I wasn't sure if we were going to ever have headlines ever again between the pandemic and now the strike Um, we did get someone email in and ask us why we haven't addressed the the strike yet um, and why we're still doing the show and not, I guess, in solidarity, not doing the show. Um, I can answer that one right off the bat because no one cares. No one in Hollywood on either side of the strike cares if you and I continue to do.
1: They it. don't know who we are,
0: so they don't know who. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they, even if they knew who they were, they would not like us. <laughs> we would not be favorites. So they don't care, and I don't. I don't think people who cover movies, whether it be on YouTube podcast journalists whatever i don't think they have anything to do with this they're not part of it it's the actors and the writers who are on strike so i don't think they have anything I, to do with it personally. i vaguely
1: remember us having a conversation because i was talking about residuals and um how the writers were striking because they like don't get any residuals from netflix we had this conversation didn't we
0: we had this conversation, yes. Was and it now, not on now it's air? Obviously, stemmed into the. It was, I think, maybe. Was it? <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> that's what I'm unsure about. I don't know. I think we might have talked off air more about it than we've talked on. Air. I don't. So know my
1: apologies, but uh, I don't. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, obviously, we support the strikers. You know, like if you look up what they're asking, it's like, yep, they should be paid a living wage, and the majority of people are not making. 50 million dollars a movie which is one of my headlines
0: <laughs> um and so yeah and i think that that's something that that's important that should be kept in mind because what's difficult because this is what's really difficult taylor for me with this strike every time they interview someone it's an actor who makes more money than i than i'll ever see and yeah, they're my like
1: life. i'm here in solidarity you don't need yeah like you aren't hurting by striking
0: no, like, it's the other. It's the other. It's the other people who are not the the main people. Because yes, you can easily sit here and be like, it's millionaires versus billionaires again. Which I, yes, there's a portion. But in this case, like that, no, like these not, people are like no, the middle, other, the quote unquote
1: yes. middle class. Yes. See, like, like I feel like we really have had this conversation. So my apologies to people who think we're not covering the strike. One thing I want to say is we're not journalists. We've never presented ourselves
0: as journalists. Yeah, no. What if we ever said we're like, journalists? Quote unquote.
1: Like, know. why haven't you covered? What do we don't cover anything? <laughs> we just talk about things. That...
0: What was the last thing we covered? Today? I don't. Know. Would it be? Would it be technically the the army hammer yes. is is a cannibal? Thing?
1: Yeah, and um, the the that that actor who staged his own.
0: Uh, Assault, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, we covered that. He staged his own assault. like assault and hate crime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so
1: for the most part, we're not journalists. So I don't want people to like be like, oh, they're like, pr- they're they are like they are they are journalistic integrity. We don't have any journalistic integrity because we're literally two idiots who talk about movies every week. Um, so, no- <laughs> so number one, we are not qualified. Do,
0: do we even have regular integrity? No, like, we're not
1: qualified. To cover the strike, but I just want to go on record saying I support the strikers. Um, It started as a writer's strike and now has blossomed into. I understand this week the actors have gone on strike. This will be like old now by the time this airs, but like,
0: yes, they're on strike. At the time of us
1: airing this. So, like, 100% we support it. Um, It's going to impact all your fall TV and movie watching. It's impacting. Um, major studio films. is also not impacting major studio films like Dune for instance. The majority of their cast is English um, from Britain. Mm-hmm. So they Different continue universe. to um, make that movie. So I don't...
0: That's why House of Dragons, yeah. it, it won't be impacted. They're allowed to film
1: so for their,
0: for their fall show.
1: Yeah. But um, in terms of like, should we still be talking about movies? Yep. Yeah. Uh, pretty much everything we're talking about was made... I would say was made prior to this strike, like things take a really long time to make. So yeah.
0: Everything's been done for a year and they've just been in post production touch-ups and marketing and such. Like the Barbie movie has been finished for probably a year, if not more.
1: And I just saw a headline that um, the strikers are not calling for a consumer boycott as of, as of today or whatever you know what I mean like they're like they aren't telling us to stop seeing movies but it sounds like maybe that's not off the table but yeah um, and that's
0: not gonna work I mean they can do it and like that's the part of like I agree with everything you've said and to me this is more about the people who aren't making millions of dollars per movie it's like everyone else who's struggling just to kind of get by and make a living and we want them to make a livable wage and people and certainly in terms of the model of streaming has changed. So the business model needs to adjust with that. And studios can't be keeping all those residuals and that needs to be paid out. But the one thing I won't adhere to is if everyone comes up like, well, now stop watching. Like, no, we're going to consume things from years ago that was before the strike. Even if nothing new comes out, we'll go to streaming classics, like what have you. That's still going to happen. This will get resolved in a matter of months. Um, and I think that that it would be ridiculous to ask the general public to do that and that's when you're gonna get some backlash. Never ask anyone to do anything. No.
1: It's pretty much in and out. if people have not been following the strikes, all you really need to know is that the CEOs are evil. The studio- <laughs> like I saw like one I saw one statistic today. Um, it's by uh that gun, the guy who's doing the the Marvel movies.
0: Oh, uh James. Yeah, Gunn. James
1: Gunn said that. I forget what CEO, so my apologies. It might have been Disney, but one of the CEOs of the, like, uh, one of the giant studios makes 400, 400 zero zero times what their lowest employee is making.
0: That's too much of a gap. Like, that's, and pro- that's, that's
1: and I think he said,
0: that's un, like, that's so hard to even wrap your around. I think
1: he right. said, like, I forget, I like, what happened. the year was. Maybe 30 years ago or 10 years ago, it was 30 times and but now it's 400 times so like even when you take into account inflation like that number it just like isn't like for someone who doesn't understand math aka me like it just I can't even conceive of that making 400 times what your lowest employee makes like it's just so unethical so unfair so like one thing they're protesting is obviously wages they want a livable wage and then also um There's a lot of concern about the use of, of AI. So studios want to use more AI um, in particular for writing scripts, which uh, obviously like guts um, script writing departments. Um, So in the past script writing was like a very middle-class profession. Like you weren't making millions, but like you could provide for your family by being a screenwriter and like writing on sitcoms and stuff. And now they want um, AI essentially <laughs> to write scripts, and people are like, um, "No!" So again, we're not journalists. There's a lot of nuance to strikes. I know not everyone is in support of unions, and that's your own political beliefs. But if you look at what these these people are asking for, and what the CEOs and what the studios are making, it seems pretty cut and dry to me that like you should be in support of the unions in this case. But again. We try to avoid politics on this show. Another reason why we don't, quote unquote, cover things. But um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. you're really stuck on that word. I just, right? like, it's so <laughs> funny because I'm like, I am not a journalist. Like, it. this
1: is not a news show. It's just funny. It was a funny choice of words for me. Don't you think, Mike? Like, we are just two silly people talking about movies. Yeah. We don't cover anything. Oh, yeah.
0: No, I <laughs> totally agree with everything you've said. No, uh, honestly, like most of my opinions are, are um, satirical. I have nothing serious to say about this. Like the only thing, like I, I don't believe that um, things like uh, well, okay. Uh, this is this is my problem. I I am so anti writers right now because of so many terrible things that I've right. seen. Um, You've been hurt that a too part many of times. Me is like, yeah, yeah. I've been hurt so many times where a part of me is like well, maybe AI will write a better Star Trek show, but I'm also not serious. Yeah. Like I'm being satirical. Like I know deep down, like that's not what I actually believe, but that's my attitude right now. And part of my issue with the strike that makes me laugh and not care about it is when they interview people on both sides of the argument, they're interviewing obviously people who you would recognize because that's how you get things out. You want to see familiar faces, but they're interviewing people in such ridiculous situations that it's making me laugh. So for example, Bob Iger, who's the CEO you're talking about from Disney. They interviewed him about the strike at his million dollar ranch that he had. he be
1: any more of a villain? Yeah.
0: yeah, like that's like the worst thing you could do. And then, so they interviewed Steve Harvey and he was giving this really interesting chat about like how, how money gets separated when you're an actor and how it gets like divvied up. And it was actually really interesting. The problem was, is he was dressed in an all white suit with like a lot of like, like jewelry Link. on. And like, yeah, bling. And really expensive glasses. And he was also at his home, which is a mansion. And I just like you're you're just you're all parodies of yourselves. And that's why people think it's millionaires versus billionaires, which I don't personally care about. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. needs more money. And I don't think Bob Iger needs more money. And I think there's an equal amount of no more money that either of them need. But, but when you look at it beyond that, it's everybody else in the industry who are not making a million dollars, who are just trying to make a livable wage, who are writing for sitcoms, working as a character actor on television, who aren't making millions upon millions of dollars. They just want to be compensated fairly for how so much things have changed over the past couple of years, especially with streaming. That is extremely fair. I would love to hear from more of those people, but I get it that if you want someone who's random to care about the strike, you're not going to show them John Smith. You're going to show them Steve Harvey. So, like, I, I get There that.
1: are some interesting, I saw, it might have been maybe a day or two ago, one of the actresses from Orange is the New Black, um, for people who are, like, interested in, like, learning more about this, she was on Instagram and I think TikTok, essentially breaking down, like, how much money those actresses, like, the essentially the ones who were, like, in the ensemble cast but weren't, like... Like yes, um not the major yeah race. wasn't like the girl from that 70s show like wasn't Piper right, right, and like the other girl, more, right? Yeah so so like like a major player but part of the ensemble it was like it, the numbers just like are insane. I'm not even gonna like hazard to try to like guess what the numbers were, but um she breaks it down and goes into like where does the money go? What are you getting? Um are you getting like residuals? And I think Mandy Moore Again, who's like a household name, um, is in that that TV show that's huge. This, this is Us. Is us. Um, and I think from streaming, she's made like less than a dollar in residuals.
0: Yes, which is th- like that to me, regardless of what level of income you're at, that's ridiculous when when something is that popular especially on streaming your actors and and even crew and people who put it together like the people who created the art should be getting well, more like, than a dollar. you
1: think like if Mandy Moore is <laughs> making less than a, like less than a less than a dollar what are the like lesser act not I don't mean lesser as in like not as good but like not as build as high I guess prominent. you know like yes. isn't Mandy Moore yeah. but is part of the cast um yes. so yeah it's like it's interest it's certainly interesting Um, but I guess I feel a little bit of a detachment because like we're Canadian and this is like an American, um, anyway, I don't know. I'm going to dig myself in a hole and say like,
0: it might, no, I mean, it's true. I mean, it's not immediately impacting our lives. Like regardless of how important these things are, things that don't immediately impact your life, it's hard to wrap your head around it being more impactful than it is. It's not going to impact us at all for another couple of months. And even then I'm pretty confident this is going to get sorted.
1: I, it's been going, I will say it has been going on for quite a few weeks now, eh, Mike?
0: It has been, yeah. I think it'll go on for a couple of months, and then what will happen is the studios will start to feel the squeeze come.
1: Once Once all their new content has been put out and they're...
0: Correct. That's when we're going to see some actual talk, and then they'll probably get something done, and you'll see a few things delayed a little bit longer than they could have been, or should have been, but what have you, and then things will get back to normal. I think that's, that's what's going to happen. This will get sorted out. The studios will not want to wait much longer because of the way people consume information or the way they believe people consume information. You've got to get out there and in people's faces and produce things. Like Marvel's the best example. Marvel will put pressure on the negotiating team saying, we have to put out our Marvel thing every three months. So you got to get this sorted out because we're running out of Marvel things. That will happen.
1: Well, last time a big strike like this happened was, I want to say, 20 years ago. And um, they were striking over pretty much the exact same thing, except like AI didn't exist, but essentially like over wages and stuff. And um, if my cultural history is correct, there was a blossoming of reality TV. Because unscripted, (laughs) unscripted, you know, not actors Um, so someone who is a little bit more up on reality TV may correct me, but I'm pretty sure the last strike coincided with like a really, like a blossoming of reality TV.
0: So, And there was some terrible television produced because they did get scrub writers in like writers from many who were not part yep. of the people who
1: can come the in. because the actors
0: weren't striking. Like the actors weren't yep. striking. Cause I remember there was episodes of like house, and other shows that were written by sort of random mm-hmm. people and put together and people noticed a quality dip. Um, but yeah, I mean, <sighs> there's been some terrible television written this year. <laughs> so I don't know. Hopefully this will sort things out and people will get more fairly paid. Maybe we can get some better content out there. Cause I, I'd like some better stories created as opposed to.
1: I wonder how writing. much though, is that writing and how much is it people, the writers are being, um, constrained by studios and directors and producers?
0: I'm sure it's a mix. I'm sure it is. Um, I think it comes down to me, individual lines and moments and things said, how cheesy it is or how bad it is, how corny it is, or how it doesn't work. And thinking like, well, that's no studio is telling you line for line, what to write. Right. But you're, as the writer accepting this line that's being said, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm sure studios are putting some pressure on it. I mean, we we saw that with the last Star Trek Picard thing, the, the third season comes out and the studio really backs off and they brought in a Star Trek fan and it was better. It was still pretty bad, but it was better than the two seasons before, but it was still pretty bad. Like the writing was still childish and amateurish. So I don't know it uh, could be a ge- it could be a generational thing. We're getting a lot of you know, a different generation of writers than what I would be used to, for example. Um I personally just think the quality is not not quite as there. Fair. It's not as strong. Fair. The movie makers, the creators right now aren't aren't as strong as they as the generation before. Can that change? Absolutely. But so far, it's been a slog, especially on television.
1: I don't watch Movies,
0: a ton I'm of still hit and but
1: CV because, like you still watch cable like you still watch network television I don't watch net network yeah. television so okay. I have no idea what the TV landscape is right yeah. now
0: it's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's not it's not good uh it's pretty bad I mean definitely shows that take more time to construct over streaming are obviously a lot better like you see the examples that kind of go against what I'm saying are like oh stranger things
1: yeah. that's like, New that's Black. what I should say I things, watch that are
0: like quite strong I watch yeah. like
1: streaming television like very definitely. yeah, not cable. yeah and, and i am
0: i am to be clear i am referring to yeah cable television. yeah yeah so we'll see um we've got we've got other things here you've got some headlines yeah to talk about so why don't you walk us through some headlines so i might
1: not read them word for word i'm gonna pull them up on um my phone but the first one i wanted to talk about because we slammed the wonka trailer Last week, so I have a headline <laughs> yeah, related to Wonka. <laughs> Timothy Chalmay got the role of Willy Wonka without an audition. Thoughts?
0: Well, he did not audition. He did for not it,
1: audition though. for it. So, um, the director, which it, the article doesn't say who the director is, but it's the the man who directed Paddington. Writes quote: His high school musical performances are on YouTube and he have hundreds of thousands of views. I knew he could sing and dance really well so i watched one of these viral performances it's like a t- okay. school talent show and he's rapping he's not singing okay. he's rapping and he's okay. doing like um uh not break dancing but like um what do they call that style <laughs> blanking.
0: i don't know like, I, um, I, there's a lot of not like r&b not but dancing.
1: they you know like i don't
0: Oh, hip-hop. hip-hop.
1: Yeah, that's it. Hip-hop. He's doing hip-hop dancing and rapping. So I did not see these so-called musical performances. Well, I mean, technically
0: rap is a form.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah. But I don't think the Willy Wonka movie is, like, rap.
0: He's unlikely to, rap. And
1: it's yes. unlikely that it's <laughs> Un- hip-hop, Un- the dance.
0: Unlikely, yes.
1: So anyways, I just thought that that was wild that he... Based on like 10 year old YouTube videos, Timothy legal. Chalamet, I feel like maybe the director's back paddling. Right. Be- and like being like, I have to come up with a reason why I cast him. Because like really 10 year old YouTube videos were why you cast Timothy Chalamet. No, it was not. He's one of the biggest young actors in Hollywood right now. You yeah, thought why they he, cast he would put him. butts in the sea, And that's not to say he isn't talented. I think he is very talented. We talked about this last week. But yes. based on this trailer, I think it was horrible miscast. He was a horrible miscast. Yeah.
0: I I don't think anyone's denying he's talented. This is just not the role for him. You can put the most talented individual in a role. And it doesn't mean they are going to be able to to do it. Like miscasting can just happen. Um. He's just—he's just not whimsical. He's, yeah, he's not magical. He's just like yes, <laughs> yeah. The meme. Um, I just, yeah, I—I I find that so strange that they wouldn't hold an audition process because you just don't know who you're going to find. There are other talented young actors out there that I'm sure would have been able to fulfill this role. Um, I know that you could give a chance. I'm to. not
1: naive. I know it happens that like filmmakers will not like audition people like is that fair i'm not like really gonna weigh in especially like if a director like writes a role for someone you know what i mean
0: yes that's that's common, um yeah
1: but yeah like a role like this it is weird that yeah it just i yes. don't because
0: because he like timothy Shallman had to audition for dune yeah that makes sense like he's had so he's had to audition for a big roles like I mean he's too young still auditions like people still audition he's too
1: young to not audition still
0: yes especially for a role like that where regardless of of what you think and want to do with it and like obviously this is all about a cash grab but you know you know everyone is going to compare whoever you cast to Gene Wilder they're not going to compare to Gene Wilder just forget about that it's Gene Wilder so like, you got to find someone. Yeah, it just it didn't work. I, you know, I don't have an answer. I don't for think who it he has been, the but,
1: look. Yeah. But the 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 young guy in Rocket Man and in um, what's his name?
0: Yeah, Taron Edgerton. I
1: think he has the Edgerton. singing and the dancing for it, but he doesn't singing look singing and dancing. Yes, he not have but the look. Does
0: not look. No. I yeah. I can't think of anyone. Because all the all the young actors I can think of who've done singing, dancing things like don't work. Like the guy who played Tony from West Side would not work. Like he doesn't look. You're like better him.
1: off like getting like someone from Broadway.
0: Yeah, like yeah, and someone who's got kind of that that whimsy sort of character because that's what Gene Wilder's kind of got that character actor talent, but but is a leading yeah. man in, in roles, but is it like a comedic actor. Like you need a young like budding comedic actor. You
1: know have any we young comedic actors
0: not who would fit this type of bill no
1: so my next headline is christopher nolan feels studios are thinking about movies all wrong we shouldn't be prioritizing plot and scale over a film's quote audio visual experience according to the oppenheimer Act director and the, here's a. Like, That's not surprising. Yeah, given that he <laughs> chooses like very strange. Um, but then I'm like, so I'm like, I need to know more. So I read the article, which I don't always do. Um, and quote, whether for budgetary reasons or reasons of control, studios now look at a screenplay as a series of events and say, this is the essence of what film is, Qu- end quote, said Nolan, who famously hates series of events in a recent interview with The Telegraph. <laughs> Quote, that's completely at odds with how cinema developed right from the Lumiere Brothers' train pulling into the station, which is one of the first, if not the first movie, which is literally a train pulling into a station, which for the first moviegoers, they like passed out and had heart attacks because they thought the train was coming at them. They just like couldn't wrap their heads around it. So for people who don't know know that. So anyways, the Lumiere Brothers' train pulling into a station as a pure audio visual experience. But it's a very popular fallacy. Sometimes with critics as well, quite frankly, that all the that all that matters is the scale of the story being told. I kind of the tone of me reading that kind of was confusing, but essentially he's saying that um, uh, scale is the only thing that that matters, and not the audio visual experience. But I just like I don't I don't understand that. I don't. I the more I read the article, the more I'm like, what is he saying? cuz like the audio like scale yeah. is part of the audiovisual experience. Like I think of like yeah. um epics, like historical epics, which is what he's making now, that mm-hmm. includes scale. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: Like big big productions, big story. So
0: Yeah, and I and I think I think if you add, like it to me it's always okay to have it within within Hollywood And within the movies, we see, like, directors with completely different styles and approaches. And to me, it's fine that Christopher Nolan thinks what he thinks. Because we've got a Christopher Nolan who's going to give you this audiovisual experience. But then you're going to go to a Wes Anderson movie. And you're going to get a But is that
1: not, is Wes Anderson not also giving us an audiovisual experience?
0: Yes, but I think his focus is plot and character. Especially in the last movie. Christopher Nolan, It was very, like, you know...
1: By virtue of the fact that a movie is a visual medium, I'm like I'm so confused by his. But I guess like his he emphasis is
0: being very his confusing.
1: emphasis <laughs> on like sound, like the soundscape, yes. like what like yes. um, Tyler Vance looks for in a movie, like yeah, um, I don't know. Like
0: Tyler Vance and Christopher Nolan, I think would would get quite
1: well. But yeah,
0: they would be they would be like.
1: I, I thought I had good. to share that because he's just been like lampooned about his audio mixing the last couple of movies. And it's like, of course yeah. you would think that the audio visual is more important yeah. than the story. Like
0: Tenet where you couldn't hear anything. That's
1: like all the seeing. comments on the article. The People are like, Oh yeah. Tenet <laughs> totally makes sense. And then I have one yeah. last headline. Tenet
0: explains everything. <laughs> I have yes, one last
1: ahead. headline for you. And that this was yeah. just like, I found so shocking. I saw it today. Dwayne Johnson is about to become the highest paid actor in Hollywood. You don't Um, even know what to say.
0: (laughs) Well, that's
1: that's surprising to me. Dwayne Johnson, he's being paid.
0: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. For what he's being (laughs) for for what he's being
1: paid, and I kind of mentioned, I had alluded to this while we talked about the strike. He's being paid fifty million dollars by Amazon to star in a new Christmas movie. So, like, based on that, that beats out Robert Downey Jr.'s. It was like what forty-two million or something like that.
0: For like, that, Cap- yeah.
1: like one of the Captain America movies. Um, Last Avenger. Yeah, one of the Avenger movies. Yeah. Um, so that apparently like the financing is like a little bit complicated, like when you like trace the <laughs> oh, money <yeah. laughs> in terms of like how, how do you quantify someone being the highest paid? But like the reality is he's being paid fifty million for this. Um for, for, for Christmas, our Christmas li- And it's gonna be with um Chris Evans. It's gonna be like an action Christmas
0: movie. That's not even what you would think you'd pay him that amount of money for. Like that's not even like an action Christmas movie. Okay, fine. But that's just so, and it, so is it an Amazon, like if it's Amazon doing yeah. it, is it, this can't be direct to It's stream. an
1: Amazon to, studio, but Amazon studio okay, so does sometimes go to uh, movie
0: theaters. Because yeah. they, they can't spend $50 million on one actor and then not release your movie in a theater. Like you think that they want to be grossing some ticket sales off that?
1: The article was snarky and was like, Amazon, where money doesn't matter. <laughs> it's James like Bezos. Bezo, money it just doesn't matter, and doesn't it, matter, whatever. But um, <laughs> I just find that shocking because I guess I'm still, I we I brought this up a couple times because I read an article where it was like movie stars we don't have any movie stars anymore movie stars don't exist which like i'd love to get into that one day mike like to us to pull apart what that means but when someone like dwayne johnson is making 50 million for a movie it's like yeah we don't have movie stars anymore because like in my mind he's not of the like he isn't brad pitt he isn't george clooney he isn't
0: no he's not
1: those are the people who i think would be he's
0: gonna draw he's gonna draw it a crowd. But yeah. like he's got. He's got his people. It's true. But, but I agree with you. He's not. He's not that caliber. But he's. He's. But is he going to drop fifty
1: million dollars worth of people? Like I don't think so. And his yeah. last.
0: No. No. I. Agree.
1: The no, article God. mentioned like <laughs> his last. Money. <laughs> his last three projects have bombed. It was like Black Adam, his own TV show. Black Adam was a bomb, and then yeah. another thing that he was in, all have been like horrible. Like he's had a horrible year. And yet Amazon's offering him 50 million to star in this Christmas movie. I mean, I take like I all, good for him. I just I'm shocked that he is the highest grossing actor because I'm still in the mind frame of like the old studio days where it'd be like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio is the highest paid Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise being the highest paid. Yeah, that makes sense in a world.
0: Um, OK, Qu- question, question for you if like just as you this is you you going to a movie yes Yes. are there certain people out there where you're like oh this name of this person is gonna get me to the movie theater versus not or or is it like well the movie's gonna get me there anyway like I'm interested in the movie and regardless of if Dwayne the Rock Johnson or whoever maybe someone you like is in the movie doesn't make a difference like if you like the movie if you're interested are you going anyway or would it would a movie's interest be like eh whatever but then the cast makes it puts it over the My top.
1: first answer I was going to say offer. was like I'm drawn to particular actors but that's not completely true because I never saw Adam Driver in a marriage story. So it has to be both. It has to be the story is interesting enough that I want to go see it and then it's a bonus if it's an actor I like. Does that make sense?
0: Um, yeah.
1: Like I'm not yeah. I No, I think that's a
0: very I think that's a very fair way to look at it, personally.
1: Yeah. So like I was really excited to see The Dead Don't Die because it has Adam Driver, but then that movie sucked. But I was I would have seen that movie anyways even if Adam Driver wasn't in it and it still would have sucked, if that makes like, sense. So, yeah. I don't know. I think story I'm going yeah. against everything Christopher Nolan says. I go for story yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs>
0: yeah. I I'm I'm, a, I'm in your no. camp. Yes. The Christopher Nolan versus Taylor camp. I'm I'm on your side. For, I go for story, and
1: for then story. it's a bonus if it's a favorite actor. That's how I feel. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's kind of how I feel, and that's sort of the point I make. Like that's more just a bonus, yeah. right? You get an actor that you like. It kind of is a little add-on to what you're already interested in. I'm interested in the Barbie movie, regardless. Exactly. Now with the casting, it made it go a little bit more like, oh, now I'm, I, I'm peaked. But I, they had my ticket anyway. Yeah. I was going. Like I was going, same with Oppenheimer. I don't care who's playing or whatever I'm interested and I'm going but I did
1: become more so, interested in Oppenheimer because Cillian Murphy
0: Cillian Murphy yeah because
1: you know. <laughs> I really like him so
0: <laughs> now it just goes against everything we yeah. just
1: <laughs> <laughs> it really depends it obviously it really depends it has to be a mix of the story and who's in the movie
0: yeah and I just think like I guess The Rock must they must feel people want to see him is that person for some people they must otherwise why would they give him that m- amount of money like that's a lot for someone who isn't in that tier of like tom cruise and and you know big big, and i
1: think he's fine like i like watching him on screen but like i'm not like i don't go to every single one of his movies you know what i mean like he's not the draw for me but again we're not i'm not the target audience for this
0: christmas action
1: movie so (laughs) yeah so those were my headlines
0: okay very cool um, all right quickly before we review the movies because we will get to these Barbie movies we're just gonna we'll save some of these for next week but we'll do a few of the Oppenheimer or Barbie game uh, that uh, was put together here by Austin our producer uh, and Austin says that all of these names are connected to the screening in Kingston podcast either in things we talk about way too much or people we talk about way too much or people who have had recent success or discussion on the show and so so that's the for theme. people everyone we've talked about or they're connected to us for people
1: way. who don't know the rules this is based on a buzzfeed article we have to pick <laughs> is that actor more barbie or more oppenheimer would they be would they be in the barbie movie or would they be in an oppenheimer movie
0: I didn't know the rules to this anyway, so I'm glad you you told me. I I didn't know what any of this was. I'm just relaying. I'm just. I was just gonna read what Austin said, and you were gonna guide it. So I'm glad. Okay, so we're just picking who should. Yeah, be Yeah, based
1: what. on their vibe and their aura.
0: Their vibe. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, number one, we all know that the screening in Kingston podcast is a big fan of the Man from Uncle remake. Yes. So let's begin with Alicia Vikander. Oppenheimer yeah she's too serious yeah. of an she's abstinence. too European <laughs> she's, yeah yeah she's gotta be an Oppenheimer. she would she would probably be an Oppenheimer yeah. like that would be see the game's
1: very easy Mike it's just cool. being intuitive <laughs> thinking fast yeah,
0: that's what I, I thought this was gonna be really tough okay <laughs> number two number two everyone's favorite every time his name pops up on the podcast we all scream in delight Timothy Shout.
1: Been half the episode <laughs> talking about it. <him. laughs> yeah, we
0: have done is talk about Tisha. Obviously, Barbie.
1: See, I think. I mean, he takes himself really seriously, so I was going to say Oppenheimer.
0: Okay, he's just he's done it. Greta Gerwig. I though. know. So I just I know. feel like, she and would, he
1: technically she, him she wanted there. him in Barbie, but he has scheduling conflicts.
0: Who would he play? See,
1: he doesn't look like Ken. That's why I don't he's think he Ken. doesn't give me Kenji.
0: That Alan role was already taken by Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is strange.
1: so personally, I think he's so yeah, more Oppenheimer you know, than Barbie. Despite what, who would he be an Oppenheimer? He looks the, the
0: the kid of one the of cheekbones. the
1: cheekbones. <laughs> he could be like a lab assistant.
0: Yeah, like yeah, because there's no way he's a scientist. No. Like he just doesn't. He's too young looking still. Okay. There you go. Uh, we'll have time for one more and then we got to get to these movies. So we'll do one more and save the rest. Um, <laughs> uh, he went from playing Elvis to sounding like Elvis, Austin, <laughs> Barbie. Yeah, definitely Barbie. There's no way he'd be an Austin. He's too beautiful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll do one more. That was too quick. We'll do one more. We'll do one more. Um, always interesting to hear, uh, the screening case to podcast, talk about actors who have really stole certain movies? So the one who always steals movies for me, Christoph Waltz.
1: I think he'd He'd be Oppenheimer, but how fun would he be in Barbie if he was like the villain? He'd be
0: amazing if he was the. You know, if he was Will Ferrell, like whatever that character's going to be, <laughs> that would be a, if. Oh, Some actors be, no, can do I both, and I feel like he yeah, could, I changed he my mind. Barbie, yes, Christoph Waltz. Both Barbie. there's. Both? <laughs> Can you pick both? Is that not cheating? It's cheating, but yeah. I don't. Again, I don't know this BuzzFeed game.
1: In the BuzzFeed game, like you, literally, it forces you to pick one or the other. But I okay. Well, BuzzFeed.
0: Taylor, feet. we got we're making you. Well, I'm making you God, pick Barbie.
1: It'd be Barbie. so Barbie. fun. That's
0: Barbie. it be he'd be hilarious in Barbie, especially if he's in real well. Um, there you go. So Austin, we'll get to the rest next week. Um, there's six more to do. It's a so fun we'll, game. We'll do that at the beginning of our episode next week. Yeah, they, there's some fun names here. Um, and there's a nice little intro for each of them as to why they're part of it. So thanks, there you Austin. Go. Um, okay, Taylor. We gotta review some Barbie movies here. Thank you, Kira. Um we watched Barbie of Swan Lake and Barbie is the prince As no, the Barbie Princess In, the,
1: in of in the <laughs>
0: Barbie, those are the two. Princess and the Popper. We've talked about them a little bit, but where do you want to be? (laughs)
1: These movies felt so strangely familiar to me. Like, so these movies came out early 2000s. I was a little bit too old at this point. Like, these movies are definitely for like under 10, I would say. Um, And I think I was probably like 13 by the time these movies were coming out. Maybe. Early 2000s? I think between the ages of like 10 and 13 maybe when these were coming out. But yet they felt so familiar to me. Like I felt like I would, must have like seen these at like a family get together. Like younger cousins might have had them on. Because I feel like I've seen these before. (laughs) And I don't know where. Like we definitely did not have these DVDs. And I don't think these were released to television. I think these were direct to DVD. Movies.
0: These were never in the. movie? No, I don't think so.
1: I think these were direct, direct to video. Um. Mm-hmm. But anyways,
0: <laughs> that's. But they got all these sympathy, sympathy. Uh, huge. He got the orchestra. Yeah, they had the, the massive orchestras and, to do both movies. Um.
1: Kelsey Grammer was the villain in Swan Lake, and Martin Short.
0: And Martin was Short. the villain
1: in. Princess and the Popper. So, like, oh, not, no. not um, B-list celebrities. Like, these are, like, big names.
0: No. Like, especially at the time, too. Like, it's not like this was all way at the beginning of their career. Like, we're talking early 2000s. Kelsey Grammer and Martin Shorter are huge. No. So so that's where the money went, I guess. Because
1: I don't... Was
0: these two actors and the music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: and the motion <laughs> captioning. Or motion, motion capturing. Uh, so here's the thing, Mike. We we kind of hinted at it. We both seemed to not, we weren't too fond of the Swan Lake. Princess and Popper wasn't bad. I felt like, it wasn't terrible, I thought Princess no. and Popper was like borderline Disney. Like, the story.
0: Okay, that's a, come on. That's do you think I was stretch.
1: being too generous? I think my biggest yeah. problem with these two movies was the animation was so horrible.
0: It was awful. There's no facial expression to any well, of the characters. Keep, to a movie keep ever. in mind,
1: Mike, they're supposed to be Barbies, so it makes sense. What they're Barbies!
0: <laughs> what, what? do you mean they're? Bar- they're all yeah. Barbies. I thought it was Barbie playing.
1: But she's still Barbie, so she's a doll. So that's why they move that way.
0: Or oh, you just completely like ruined my brain. What is? So, hold on. So they're still... All of them are still dogs. In my
1: mind, that makes sense why their faces are, like, plastic-looking. Because it is Barbie. Like, Barbie's not a human. Barbie's Barbie. That's why it's kind of like Uncanny Valley.
0: Taylor, I gotta be completely honest with you. I don't have room in my brain to dissect... What that means. <laughs> these these, these well, two movies and... start
1: them. thinking about it, Mike, because on, we gotta watch you. the Barbie movie... <laughs> next week and that's all meta like that's gonna be barbie is barbie she is a doll <laughs> We've
0: been in the, not in the right okay
1: so all right but okay
0: so they're they're doll they're dolls
1: but so like barbie i thought like barbie and her the love interest like i guess the quote-unquote kens i'm like they look fine even like the mother in princess and the popper looks fine She's the little fine. dolls that play kelly and her friends they look fine
0: the villains looked horrible. The villains looked horrible like and the, like the, stupid thugs the were supporting
1: terrible. casts. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So hideous. So ugly. And I guess like again, if you're like a seven year old girl who's watching this, which is like the target audience, people can come at me. And boys, let's face it, in two thousand and three, when these movies came out, the audience was seven year old girls. Don't fight me on that. Yeah, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's,
0: just, I'm sure that's primarily just, what the audience That's was. what I'm it sure
1: was back right. then. Yeah. Um, not that boys didn't watch these movies, but the primary audience was little girls. They're, those little girls don't care what the villain looks like. You know, they just want to no, see, I'm oh, sure my Barbie, Barbie doll looks exactly like the Barbie doll that's in this movie. So that's obviously where they like put the time and the energy into into animating.
0: So the non-emoting thing was done on purpose.
1: I think so. Yeah. So it looks like they're because little girl's that, Barbie.
0: Now that you're... because so the, the mouth's moving, but the eyes like, don't. no one's emoting. It's kind, the eyes don't. It's sort of the same facial expression all the time, even when something weird is going on. And they, they're only really moving the mouth. And the fact that... Okay. Does that make
1: sense? And I'm pretty sure they were tie-in dolls to these movies. So, like, you could get the Princess and the popper dolls. With, you could, like, bu- you the could buy hats. the
0: doll. Okay, okay. So, like, yeah.
1: and, like, the little, you know, like, the Kelly dolls. Oh,
0: don't get me started Or the
1: little cats. ones. So, like, um, like there's a whole rich universe in terms of Barbie with all the different characters and the lore and stuff. So, like, I don't know. I think it was intentional not to have – I don't think that was the bad animating. I think, like, but, like, the villains – because even the scenery, like, wasn't horrible. Like, the backdrops weren't that bad. But, yes, ugly, ugly animation. Um, Swan Lake is adapted, obviously, from the ballet. And, like, weirdly was a ballet, but also wasn't a ballet. Um, so that one was kind of muddled for me. Kind of weird. I didn't hate Princess and the Popper. Um, based on a Mark Twain no, no story, the Prince and the Popper. Princess and the
0: Popper was was, I would say, not like a great pleasant surprise, but it was wa- it was definitely watchable. Where I'm watching it, like okay, like it makes sense. The singing was pretty good. Like everyone, I thought the songs were, were fine. I thought and, they were
1: on par with a middling yeah. Disney movie.
0: Yeah, and like everything kind of made sense that happened. Like you, you, you know, you've got the standard scene of you know you've got the the sort of manservant guy teaching the one who's going undercover like how to be a princess. And there's a song about it. it. And like, there's all these. He's things. He's a
1: tutor. Julian is the I tutor.
0: Oh, whatever. He's a manservant. Okay. The so one thing that made me laugh was when. The, so you know when when the when they show up to, for the marriage thing, and and the and the Barbie's first missing, and they're going to call off the marriage but but it's like the guy the king dominic. guy but then the other yeah the other, no like the dude's in disguise yeah dominic king so dominic they, yes yeah king dominic's in disguise i didn't realize that i thought he was actually just standing there silently i knew it was the king and then when he like coughed or whatever i'm like that's weird why wouldn't he just say no the way he's still on? and then later it's like yeah i'd like to be in disguise i'm like oh he was like a page or something I had, page, no, I had no idea i had no idea I was like, why is he standing there not saying anything I was, but that and letting this servant talk for him? But that's what happened. Like, he was undercover, which I didn't. I
1: get, was very was confused that. about about the whole gold mine subplot about, like, so, like, why Barbie's having this wedding.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, the so gold like, mine. Well, I believe they needed... No, they, I don't know what were they they were digging for something. They were like, digging like that for, had I don't know what it had to do with the story. So they, yeah, they the mine
1: ran out of gold and then the villain was like I have the solution. I'm going to marry Barbie or like she's not Barbie. Which in is, the movie.
0: no, the Barbie's mom.
1: But first the, she was going to no, marry Barbie. He was going to marry Barbie. And oh yes, And then, then and, and then I'm something right, like right, right. Yeah. Did he make the gold run out
0: in order just to marry or like or because
1: then he was like, I have, I'm a millionaire. I'm like, how is he a millionaire? Anyways, I really did not. I don't, again, for a seven year old, they don't care about the details. All they need to know is that guy's bad, Barbie's in jeopardy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the broad yeah. s- strokes of the story, that's all that matters. Which,
0: this one, this one, for, for that one, I was more like, okay, fine. Like, I could get it. You could sit through yeah. this with a kid and it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But, but I, I thought, Barbie of Swan Lake was was just dreadful. It, it I the, really really did not the like it. Um, the, daughter the,
1: oh, the daughter the of the villain the
0: daughter I couldn't like the Fran I Drescher stand... who wasn't
1: played by Fran yes. Drescher that
0: no but played by by um, Janice or Janet or Janice or whoever from Friends oh okay That's so that player. that
1: makes a lot of sense who yes. kind of does like a yeah. Fran Drescher type yeah yeah
0: was was just awful the, terrible i absolutely hated that oh it's so I annoying have... i just found like it was so much slower than the yeah. other movie like i just found like it was i slow was pausing it a lot to more to see how
1: much longer was left
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's true i didn't really pause neither the did i one. maybe I halfway through
1: just because of yeah naps or whatever but like the other one i was like oh 10 minutes has only yeah. gone by
0: I really hope the Barbie movie is better than this. It
1: has to be. Um,
0: <laughs> they were not. These are. I mean, again, I could see. I could see the appeal for like kids. Certainly for the Princess and the Popper, but I just think wouldn't they be bored with Barbie of Swan Lake? I think if you loved dance, you might be into it. and You might think it's really cool, but I feel like you'd be bored and annoyed more because even the little like woodland creatures were. Yeah,
1: the little. Myself. So here's the thing. I think it's. Um... The whole thing about Barbie is that like Barbie can be like anything, and like teaches little girls like you can be a ballerina, like you can be a vet, you can be an astronaut, like whatever. So like there's
0: why didn't we watch the Barbie astronaut I movie? Don't... I would have I would have been down for some. Science I don't fiction. think there's a
1: Barbie astronaut movie, but I do believe we're gonna see oh. a space Barbie <laughs> well... in the Barbie movie this weekend.
0: Oh, okay. well, why just say that? You got me all excited about the Barbie space. Movie. But
1: what I'm trying to say is, there's like a Barbie for everyone, right? So like you, you nailed it on the head, right. being like some girls are gonna love the Swan Lake one because of the ballet, and they have the ballet Barbie, yeah. and then they sit down and watch the movie with their ballet Barbie in their lap, and it's an amazing experience. Whereas like other girls or boys don't like the ballet, but like they like a good princess story, and they have their princess and their popper dolls, and they, you know what I mean. So I like I think like a handful of these movies were made like I don't think these were the only two I know there was a Nutcracker one um and I think they were tied in with the Barbies so I think that's the that's the real draw is that your like most beloved toy is on screen you know you know what I'm trying to say like that's the draw if you're seven and you have your favorite ballerina doll and oh my gosh you turn on the dvd and she's on screen and she's alive and she's dancing how amazing right right yep. so like these movies are not for us Mike <laughs> we missed the boat yep. on the on this experience um but i agree with you of the two princess and the Popper was just like the better movie but when you're seven like you don't like things because they're good you know what i mean like yeah
0: you like it because, you, like you're saying, you like it. You like Barbie? Yeah. Um, so you like
1: ballet, like... you know, whatever. Although yeah. I'm like, this cannot Not be either. the Swan Lake story.
0: No, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that this is heavily <laughs> adapted. <laughs> a heavy adaptation. I was just surprised that it, they, you know, was also, like, they were both about an hour and a half. Full um, on. These are full. Um, these
1: feature length movies.
0: Yeah, this one really dragged on. And that kind of surprised me because I watched it second. Like, we watched it in. Prefer, yeah. We have reverse orders. Like I watched Princess and popper first and was like, well, that's not too bad. So Swan Lake will probably be better because it's the more, you know, recognizable, more recognizable thing. But no, no. it was not. Uh, but you're right. Well, there you go. I, I hope uh, that satisfies Kira. our uh, last place Oscars <laughs> finisher. Kira, um, we, a couple of quick things before we, we didn't uh, go didn't say stream here. it,
1: skip it, or airplane it.
0: Skip it. Come on. I think, Skip, skip, skip Swan yes. Lake, and stream. and I would say stream Princess and the, Princess Popper. And the Popper because Good. yeah, if you like these stuff, I would say it's I
1: think like especially people. for our listeners who have children. I know some of our listeners do have children or have grandchildren. I think Princess and the Popper is fine to sit down. I would recommend that and watch one. with yes. your grandkids.
0: It will not annoy. Yeah, you it as won't. Much
1: as, the other not one. as obnoxious, but skip Swan Lake.
0: A couple housekeeping things that we've just got to run through quickly. One, next week, there will be some light spoilers for Barbie. The movie will have been out for two weeks by the time that episode comes out because that will be out on August 1st. Um, Obviously, you're listening to this episode just after opening weekend of Barbie. Taylor and I will have seen it. Actually, by the time you're listening to this, both Taylor and I will have Mm -hmm. seen it. Just not talked (laughs) about it yet. So light spoilers for August 1st. Just let everyone know. So if you really haven't been able to see Barbie after the first two weeks, you might want to wait on our episode there then um on august 8th we're going to be doing our oscars winners Ooh. selection so that was ruth uh, who selected the movies that we think the other person will hate so we're going to do that on august 8th and then august 15th just to kind of get close to the end of the summer a mailbag episode so everyone can send in fan questions anything you want to know anything you want us to talk about you want us send to send cover- that in Anything wants to cover, we will we are asking for that deadline though to be Wednesday the 9th. So by Wednesday, August afternoon. 9th, please send in your fan questions uh, by the afternoon, yes, by the afternoon. Um, send in your fan questions, send in things you want us to cover, anything at all, we will talk about it and cover it <laughs> on uh, on that episode. So there you go. That's the next couple of weeks, light spoilers next week, and definitely get some we'll remind you in the next coming episodes, but get your fan questions in before August. 9th in the afternoon and we will have that on our mailbag episode on the 15th go see some movies